podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about Lizzo. I do not listen to Lizzo's music. I know nothing about Lizzo. But if you listen and like to watch movies, please check out my podcast, The Cinema Rag, which you can find on Apple and Spotify. I think by now it has about 125 episodes and five come out a week. I appreciate you go check it out and rate and review. Lizzo's music I do not listen to. What I do know about Lizzo's, Lizzo is one of the biggest proponents of the body positive movement. And Lizzo is an African-American rapper, singer, and she's morbidly overweight by every objective criteria. And she was in the news not that long ago because she has lost some weight. And she was getting criticized for losing weight by certain of her followers. And it reminded me of the term fit shaming. We've talked about this here before with Adele and Rebel Wilson, how they were fit shamed. In other words, criticized for losing weight and wanting to be healthier. And like with Adele and Lizzo, I think what what it is, is let's look at Adele. So when Adele came out, Adele was overweight and people related to her because her music was about heartbreak, breakup, all these things like that. And part of it was like, well, she's one of us. She's one of us, I guess, you know, East Ender, London types. She has a very accent that's not the Queen's English. But either way, she's one of us. She She's overweight. We can relate. And then when she started to lose weight, it's like, how dare you? How dare you lose weight? And they got angry because it's a reflection on them. So when people get mad at other people's success, it's really a reflection on them. Now, if your success is based on the backs of the poor or you're stealing or doing something that's immoral, that's one thing. But if your hard work or perhaps some luck and hard work led you to be successful in whatever it is, every time we think of success, we always think of money, but it's not always about money. But you're successful. We should strive to emulate those who are successful in life and not resent them. And especially something that's so objectively obvious Every statistic will tell you obesity shortens your life expectancy. Obesity leads leads to a rise in comorbidity, other diseases. Obesity leads to the rise of metabolic syndrome, high cholesterol, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, all these things. Obesity leads to osteoarthritis. Obesity leads to increasing infertility. You know, it's just over and over. But the big thing is it shortens your life expectancy and lowers your quality of life. Everybody knows this. So it, in a one level, it boggles my mind when I see people who are overweight lose weight and their supporters are mad at them. They're mad at them. They're really mad at themselves. Shouldn't we be saying congratulations for losing the weight? But see, the body positive movement doesn't allow you to do that. The body positive movement is really pushed by who? 
middle-aged fat women. I mean, let's be real. That's who it's that's who it's pushed by. Accept your body, embrace your body. And what they do, like the second wave feminists did in the 1960s, they use a couple of occasions of domestic abuse where, yes, men used to beat their wives. Was it wholesale and pervasive? No. But they use that as a ploy, just like with back alley abortions, to get legislation passed. So in the case of domestic abuse, you got something like no-fault divorce being passed in, in the 70s. Because all women are oppressed in marriage and they need an easy out. Well, let's see 50 years later how that's worked for society. 80% illegitimacy rate in the black community, more than 50% in the black and Hispanic community, breakdown of family, rise of wealth or straight, which of course every taxpayer should hate and so forth and so forth and so forth. No one could say that worked out well. And it's the same thing. Look, have there been people, have there been teenagers that have been ridiculed for being overweight? Absolutely. I have a whole feed here on how I was ridiculed back in the 80s. Absolutely. But do we really need to oscillate the pendulum to the point where now we should laud an obviously objectable negative like obesity? It's bad for us. Is being depressed and possibly suicidal, ideating, over being obese good for us? No, of course not. And anybody who is suicidal should get help for that. And anyone who's de depressed for being obese with the, the, the phobias that come from it and the ostracism that comes from it and so forth. And the, yes, get help. But you know what help is? Losing the weight. But that is like the, an, another new four-letter word along with virtue, which I think is another four-letter word. With virtue? How can you say virtue? Men and women have virtue? And when we say, yes, we don't want you to be depressed and sad for being overweight and lose the weight. How dare you? But there's a massive cognitive dissonance. I talk about this in the People magazine covers back in the 80s and 90s. Oprah loses weight. Oprah's overweight for a long time. She loses the weight. I'm happy now. I'm happy. I wasn't happy back then, but now I'm happy now. And then she regains the weight. Kirstie Alley, she was one of the big proponents of body positive before she died, rest in peace. And she's like, I love my body when she was overweight. And then, you know, a year later, she crash diets, loses a bunch of weight. She's on People Magazine. I, I was in a bad place back then. Now I'm very happy. And of course, she re regained her weight. How about we just be honest? We did this about Sam Smith, the singer whose music has gone very dark, occult, and satanic. He's gained weight. Why? Do, why don't we be honest? Why don't? Why doesn't Lizzo and Sam Smith just be honest and be like, "Yeah, I don't want to be overweight. It's not good for my health. It does affect my social standing." Now, not so much if you are a famous fill in the blank, because you will have sycophants and courtiers all around you because you're famous. It's like the upside, the, the beginning of the prodigal son parable. He's got tons of friends because he's blowing money, right? He loses the money, he's got no more friends. So if Rebel Wilson and Lizzo were just baristas in back alley, Australia, and wherever Lizzo's from, I don't know where she's from, they would not be giving her the time of day and she wouldn't be enjoying some of the ancillary benefits of of where her their obesity is almost 
negligible because they're famous. But if they weren't famous, they wouldn't be getting the attention and they'd be getting a lot of the ostracism that obese people get. Now, why can't they just say, you know what? I don't like being overweight. I want to lose my weight. Well, because the fans might revolt. They might revolt and turn their back on them because one of the reasons they got successful in the first place is because they were overweight. Wow, look at this strong, fat woman. Wow, this is great. Or Sam Smith gains the weight. He can't say, you know what, I'm in a dark place. And clearly, if you look at his music and his acts, he seems like he's in a dark place. He can't say, you know what, I've gained weight. I need to work on being abstemious. I mean, that's like another four-letter word. I got to curb my eating and my drinking or whatever I'm doing. And, and get to a healthy diet because here's the thing. I care about myself and I want to live a long time and have a good quality of life. How dare you be crucified for saying that? So by the way, Lizzo comes out recently and has lost some weight. And she had to defend the fact that, well, let me quote. She said, quote, for 90 minutes a night, I have to do choreography. I have to sing. I have to dance. I have to rap and I have to play the flute. I know she plays the flute while rapping. Da, 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 da. I have to emote and hype a crowd in very tight clothes, sometimes clothes that restrict my breathing. And then she says, I'm not trying to be thin. I don't ever want to be thin. Well, I'm not telling you to be underweight. I think you should strive to be a healthy weight. But this idea that I don't want to be thin, either she truly believes this and has drank the Jim Jones Kool-Aid and really thinks it's good to be morbidly overweight, which shortens her life expectancy, or she's just saying this, and there's massive cognitive dissonance, and she wishes she could lose weight, but she has problems beating it. Then she posts a picture on Instagram where she's morbidly overweight wearing a bikini. She does this quite a bit, and she says, never beating the fat ass allegations. And then there's been some comments on her her social media about body shaming and they'll say something like how is lizzo this fat when she's constantly moving this much on stage i wonder what she must be eating then she responds and look if i had a humongous social media presence i would not taylor swift's one of these too where she's literally selena gomez too they're always on social media responding to trolls i'm like what are you doing you don't respond to trolls she says I just logged on this app and this is the type of sheetrock I see about me on a daily basis. It really started, makes me hate the world. Well, A, you no one's making you have a social media presence. B, nobody's making you post bikini photos of yourself when you're morbidly overweight. And you are courting controversy by doing these two things. There are celebrities who don't have any social media presence. You don't have to have a social media. Oh, it hurt her career, Gregory. Well, you know. Pick your poison. You don't have to have a social media presence. Then she says, quote, that she was not, quote, trying, not trying to be fat or not trying to be smaller, but was rather just trying to live and be healthy. This is what my body looks like even when I'm eating super clean and working out, she said. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think like with a lot of performers, she's probably dealing with alcohol and drug problems. And she's probably an emotional eater. I mean, I get, you, you don't get to being more overweight without having a dysfunctional relationship with food in the first place. If you strip away all the cognitive dissonance, you know this is true. Look at a dog. Look at a four-year-old. I'm hungry. They go eat. Then they walk away. Why didn't we do that? Well, we had trauma of some sort. 
And as long as you don't resolve that and do the deep work, you'll always be yo-yo dieting or you might be just morbidly overweight. But I, I wouldn't make comments like this, but I think I think she needs to make comments like this. I'm not trying to be fat and I'm not trying to be smaller, but trying to live and be healthy. Well, what's the definition of healthy? Definition of healthy is what? Moderation. Being abstemious of things that we know are not good for our health. And look, is there a chance that she's eating, I don't know, a modified paleo diet and not eating refined sugar and refined processed middle aisle grocery store foods and not drinking alcohol and she's still not losing weight? Is that possible metabolically? Possibly. Is it likely? No. Weight loss is very simple in one regards. It's burning either through calorie restriction or exercise and consuming less calories than your body needs to use in a given day. And that deficit, that deficit will eventually lead to a pound. I think it's like reducing 500 calories a day for a week results in 3,500 calories, which results in a loss of a pound. Now, are there metabolic issues that are preventing her from this? Maybe. But I think if she was just honest, she could say, look, I'm not trying to be fat. I just want to be healthy. And if she just came out, like everybody knows, being overweight shortens my life expectancy. Maybe I want to have children, have kids, blah, 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 blah. And I want to live a long life. And this is what's good for me. And she can even qualify by saying, look, this is what's good for me. Doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it. You're on your own path. But this is what's good for me. And nobody can deny that. Follow your conscience. But really, as an obese spokesperson, a body positive proponent, the better thing she could do is be like, look, I don't want to be overweight. This isn't good for me. I want to have a longer life. But also, this isn't good for you. And we all know being overweight is not good for us. We should all strive to have a healthy, regular weight. That is what she should say. Being so out there and being a celebrity, her word would go far if she said that. And she said, let's get, she won't, you know, she won't say, let's get rid of the body positive movement. But she could say, look, I mean, let's let's stop lying to ourselves. Obesity kills. We all know this. We should all strive to have a regular weight. We should all strive. Doesn't mean we, we're forced to. We, we, we should all strive. She said this, there would be massive backlash by the woke left community. Now, the conservative community would just be like, yeah, we, we've known this the whole time. <laughs> but the left community would hate her for this because... A lot of people in the body positive movement are what? Middle-aged fat women, right? How dare you turn, turncoat traitor? Even though what she's saying is true and the healthiest thing is to lose weight. So Lizzo, I hope you lose weight. I hope everyone who's overweight loses weight and tries to keep it off. Because remember, 80% of people who lose more than 50 pounds gain it back. And I hope you are in the minority who find it, find it, the, 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 the ability the self-restraint, the willpower to begin that weight loss journey and keep it off. And if you need help with that, I do have Confessions of an Obi Shaw, that podcast that might help you. And of course, there's episodes here, especially the early episodes I did way back in 2017 that might help you with that. But one of the things you got to do at the beginning is do the deep work, admit that you have a dysfunctional relationship with food, and don't fall for any of the lies of the cultural Marxist BS that is the body positive movement. Guys, Rate and review if you haven't done so already. Check out the Cinema Rad. There's a link for PayPal. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. 
Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.